That's right. That's ringside episode number 11. Chewy hit him with the big milestone today. How's it going, everyone? We finally hit 100 subs. I think we're sitting at 101 or 102 right now. Thank you, everyone, for getting us here before this episode. And uh, with that, we also have some special news. We finally got our Discord set up. So you can hit the link in the video or on the post once it goes up. Join the Discord because we have a giveaway, our second giveaway. So when you join the Discord, you'll see a channel that says giveaways with flying money right at the top. When you click on that, react with any emoji you want to that post, and that's instantly entered into the giveaway. We'll do a random draw. The winner gets three Twitch bonuses in Season 5. So that's a full season worth of Twitch bonuses. That's plus six. That's pretty decent. I mean, if you're if you're fighting for a playoff spot, that could be a big boost. If you're fighting for some awards, or if you just want to get your better player better, definitely join the Discord and enter into the giveaway. And uh, before we go any further, Potty, first off, how was your week and what are you drinking? I'm drinking, uh, oh, what am I sipping on? I'm, I'm sipping on this uh, IPA. Son of Juice by, uh, oh boy. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> ma- oh, Maplewood, Maplewood Brewery in Chicago. Uh, that's what I'm sipping on. My week's been good. Uh, played a lot of golf. Uh, shot a, like a, my, my goal is to shoot only five strokes on a hole. So if you do that for a hole 18, it's only 90 strokes. So I only played rounds of nine and I shot a 46, which is like plus one over 45, but I shot it two days in a row. So it's consistent. It's not what I want, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm heading in a direction. Sweet. We're going to have to do a ringside golf tournament then. Cause I, I love golfing. I haven't broken 90 yet. Like I haven't broken 90 yet. I've, I think my best score is 93, uh, consistently around there. So, uh, we'll definitely have to hit up the links. And uh, this week, I am drinking something really interesting from local as well, Forefathers Brewery. It's a uh, it's a terpene beer, so it it smells and tastes like marijuana. When I cracked it open, I thought like my face was in a marijuana plant. That's how strong it is. But uh, there there's no weed in it, which is kind of cool. So it's a beer that tastes like marijuana. And then in favor of of the fall season, I also got my pumpkin spice bubble tea. <laughs> Ooh. That sounds good right now. Uh, yeah. So we've got a you know a nice uh, program put together for our viewers today. Uh, starting off, we're going to recap an unsanctioned exhibition between the Warsaw Warlocks, the Boston War Unicorns, and the Dublin Dragons. This is some behind-the-doors exhibition stuff, and we've got the inside scoop. Um, next, we're going to pair off with the second half of the World Cup plays of the week and then we're going to move into a special segment featuring david hume squibs and kevin cushing as well as joey rab himself uh coming in with the predictions of the next season so uh you know with that let's talk about this exhibition game i'll keep it quick fletcher reed who's the owner of the boston war unicorns put together a really interesting concept what if you 
simulated the miners team playing the affiliates team well he did that so the warlocks played against dublin dragons twice boston war unicorns twice and also this third team that was made up completely of joes uh so the end result was the warlocks beat the joes and they took dublin into ot lost lost to dublin then they took boston war unicorns into ot and we've got the highlights of that game-winning performance for you right now. So starting off, it's in the middle of the face-off. Looks like War Unicorns have won. And Jack Brown sinks one in, right wing number 42. Um, and then to take it home, we've got my man Tyler Grimms coming with an awesome performance. Almost gets the bottle off as well. So... That was our coverage of the unsanctioned exhibition. And now we're going to move over to our plays of the week. And now for our second half coverage of the World Cup plays of the week. So first up, we got to play with Canada Red and USA North. Sponge Scrub over here gets laid out. Looks like his legs are over his head, doing the scorpion. Uh, that was a big hit from USA on Scrub, who uh, who's scrubbing the ice at this point. Oh, yeah, that was a big one. And we've got North passing it, Krieg to Gray. And Stone holds strong, preventing a barrage of shots Going in, let's take a closer look once again. Got Gray hitting one. Ian caught it behind his legs. Next up. Next up, we got another big hit from uh, from Eagle Foot. Lays them out, injures them, and then gets into a fight right after with uh, Bjorn Madison. Uh, the fight takes a couple seconds, but uh, it looks close throughout the fight. And Eagle Foot takes the helmet off and inevitably knocks out Madison as well. Wow. That's just, uh, that's true hockey right there. It's laying out the hit and then defending yourself on it. You can't, yes. uh, you can't ask for a better play. And, uh, you know, speaking of one, we've got one of the instant replays with, uh, I think that's Simser. Uh, is that number 98? Is that right? Yeah. Was... Simser. All yep. right. Yeah, going in with the uh, the other view, and we saw just a, a crushing blow here. Um, then we got this one. Yeah, next up we got Amelia Rose with the puck. Makes the play and ends up potting it into the net there. Just a nice goal. Nice goal. Ties it up Ties it up late to go into OT. That's, uh, that's that 99 poise helping you out there. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. And speaking of that OT... Here we go. We've got Gray coming down. Looks like we North needs one, and Gray sinks one in. Do you got any technical kind of overview of what just happened there that you could share? Uh, just a good goal? Just a good goal, yeah. yeah. Just uh, clutching it out when she can, and uh, nice hands. I mean, Gray's one of the best, uh, best in the league. Yeah. All right. And next up, we got a nice 
face-off passing play from USA East here with Mojo rising, putting it into the net to give them the 1-0 lead late into the second. That's uh, that's a good way to, to go into the dressing room before the third period. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And closing us out, we've got uh, Jonesy's coming down from Canada Red. Passes it. Oh, who was that? Was that soft soft serve, colder's cream? Kind of... <laughs> Kind of floated down there, but I'll still give credit where it's due. Uh, a goal's a goal. Yeah, it looks like uh, I mean, Reeves. looks like the save was going to be made, but it bounced off one of the defenders and just trickled in. Twinscrew was uh, sliding to the to the bench at that point. Yeah. All right. Well, that uh, wraps up our plays of the week for the World Cup, and now we're going to transition it over to our special segment with our guest panel. What's up, everyone? We got the panel here. First off, to my right, that right, uh, we got Joey Rab, the co-owner of the Jacksonville Vipers, repping his gold medal from the World Cup. Beside him, we got Kevin Cushing, the GM of the Melbourne Martyrs. Uh, <laughs> below me, we got David Hume, uh, the GM of Turku Fins. Beside him, we got Squibbles Kachuk the owner of Florence Firebirds. And then on the far corner, we got Potty Potty, uh, the head coach of the Warsaw Warlocks and assistant coach and GM of the Dublin Dragons. How's it going, everybody? Did you call us the Melbourne Martyrs? Is that I heard not that. what it is? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not sure if this is a pronunciation error or a great bird. Like, I... Martyrs? No? Is that not how you pronounce it? <laughs> Marauders. Marauders? Yeah, it's usually neat pronunciation. The, the, the Melbourne murdered? Damn. Uh, we'll, uh, <laughs> so, uh, quickly, we're just talking about uh, the offseason, what next season holds, and, and some of your guys' predictions. So, it'll be pretty casual. I'll go through some questions. Everyone will have a chance to answer, and uh, everyone will have a chance to uh, uh, repeat you know, say what, who's wrong. So we'll start off with uh, Joey Rab. Uh, the first question, how did your off season go? Was it to plan and would you change anything or would you do anything differently? Uh, I would definitely say it was the plan. We only had a few players to resign. We were able to resign them. Uh, sadly, uh, lost Oliver Price to free agency, but we called up uh, later men from the ice. Um, we kind of feel like he can, fill that Oliver Price void that we have now but all in all it was a it was a pretty decent offseason sweet yeah I think you and Alaska were the only two teams that only had to replace one player so it's a good position to be in especially at the top of the standings Cushing um <laughs> this is this is gonna be an interesting <laughs> one but how did uh, Melbourne's offseason go was it to plan and would you change anything I mean it's it's weird because we thought it was going badly, and then we learned what badly really looked like. You know, at first we were disappointed that we just weren't able to bring in genuinely anyone. Uh, you know, Price was mentioned. We'd been trying for him. Uh, we missed out on that. Missed out on a few other folks that, you know, we thought we had a chance with. Uh, we let Ramzik walk because our D was so loaded and, and top-heavy. And then our GM and his real-life wife, who were both demon, uh, left the server along with one forward, and suddenly we're down three of our top four demon. 
Um, nice. And, that, and your replacements, are, are you happy with your replacements uh, in the offseason at least? I mean, I, I'm happy with the, the character of folks we got. You know, both Sweet. Prudham and, and Ingham are, are, are absolutely great. I just hate, you know, if you saw the preseason game versus Norfolk, they got lit up really hard. Um, I think five of the six goals were, were against them. And so to, to see that happen, it is rough. Another season from now, they're going to be great pieces. Uh, it's just going to be a rough year. Sweet. Well, you know, make the best of what you got, right? And uh, Hume, how, how did you feel the, the Finns uh, offseason went? Uh, I think it went pretty great, to be honest. I mean, we lost Stahl, which is a big blow, but we knew that coming in. He was kind enough to let us know before the season started that he was retiring, so we had plenty of time to, to prepare for that. I mean, he's, you know, he's still a guy you don't want to see go, um, but I think Hellstrom is going to be – you know, a more than adequate replacement once he gets, you know, some progressions in, which he came in from the jump and was like, hey, if you guys got any suggestions, if you got a progression plan, like, I'm here, I'm, you know, I'll take your advice, et cetera, which, you know, you love to see as an assistant GM or coach, somebody new coming in and going, yo, all right, I'm here. What can I do for the team? And we kept everybody else. We got another, you know, year of progressions bringing Young back, who was huge for us last season. I mean, in my obviously biased opinion, I think he's the best goal in the league. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited. I think we can – I think this is our year. Sweet. And uh, Squibs, how how was Florence's offseason? <laughs> Sweet. Uh, I'm not sure how much everyone actually heard from that, uh, to be completely honest with you guys. Uh <laughs> But uh, I heard more than I needed to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So talking about off seasons, uh, we'll make this quick. Name off the team. Uh, who do you think improved most this off season? And uh, just a quick bullet bullet point and why. Uh, Rab didn't want to answer the question, so so he's gone. So we'll we'll go with Cushing. <laughs> who do you think improved this off season and uh, and why? Well, since Squibs cut out, I, I will hook him up and say FFB. Uh, when I did my uh, highest attribute gain this offseason, Florence was the lead team, having gained 1,809 attribute points uh, from last offseason to now, uh, which led the entire league. Sweet. Uh, yeah, Florence, uh, I mean picking up a goalie sniper defense this offseason they uh they're definitely up there now now that rab's back uh you know gun to his head we, we made him answer the question but uh rab who do you think improved most this offseason and just a quick bullet point on why oh it, it absolutely it was florence um you know puck stopper was was a good goalie and kind of kept them in the chase for the playoffs but getting a goaltender of, of Lupi's caliber is absolutely, it, it, it could be what sets them over and, and gets them into that playoff position. And they could, you know, they could surprise some people. Awesome. Hume, um, who improved the most this off season and why was it Florence? <laughs> you know, as much as it pains me to give them 
them and Squiz any any credit at all. Um, I got to go with Florence. Uh, you know, Bocce is a, a solid keeper. Um, I played a, a season and a little bit with them. We traded him for Young, which I remember that conversation with me and Escola just, you know, weighing the pros and cons. Like, I, I think it worked out for the better, but it's, you know, still, like, we didn't trade him because we didn't think he was good. Um, so he's going to be huge for him. And then, you know, bolstering their offense and defense. Anytime you can make all three phases of your game better in an offseason, in, in any sport, really, um, like, the, the, how's that not a win? Like, it has to be. So I, I got I to gotta say Florence. Sweet. And uh, Squibs, in your unbiased opinion, who do you think improved the most this offseason? Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say me. Um, I am actually going to say it was San Diego. Nice. Um, reason I say that they traded for Harper. They were very active in the trades. Um, obviously, you know, I know Matt wanted, you know, some bigger free agents to come to him, but regardless, I think the Harper trades really going to help him in that division. Uh, so I would say that, you know, San Diego would be my next best after, uh, Florence. So that's, and that's, that's on top of the trades they made toward the end of the season as well. Yeah, they brought in, I think, uh, Eric LeClaire and, and Corey Poli, which was huge upgrades. I think Corey Poli is sitting at their highest rate of demand. So, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Potty, we'll go to you. Do you think Florence improved enough to make playoffs this season? Yeah, I think so. Absolutely put in the right uh, keys for the investment. But, you know, it's a chaotic environment where a lot of chance occurs. So it's kind of hard to predict but I think that the intentions are straightforward um, and they're on a run for the playoffs. Sweet. And uh, we'll, we'll go to the next question here on uh, predictions for the winner of each division. So uh, quickly before everyone goes, uh, our lovely Commissioner Krieg uh, politely submitted his winners. So we'll go over his really quick and then nice. we can go over everyone else's. But uh, Krieg had the Atlantic... Uh, wow. Krieg had Jacksonville to uh, win the Atlantic division, uh, Vegas to win the central. Once again, they had uh, Alaska to win the Pacific once again, and Turku to step up and win the Europe division. And uh, they had uh, Alaska and Florida in the cup finals with Alaska repeating. So uh, we'll go to uh, Rab and, and see what your thoughts are on, on the divisions this year, who's going to take each division and, and who do you think will be in the cup finals this year? Um, Every team definitely got better in some way or another. So it's, it's not going to be an easy road to the playoffs for any team. Um, Pacific, I did say, you know, I did say that Alaska would win that division. Um, I just think that they're far and away better. Uh, Central, I went Vegas. Uh, Atlantic, I, I'm hopeful for a Jacksonville repeat. Um, but Florida is not going to make it easy. Uh, and then for uh, Europe, I think I said Turku. I, I think so. Um, cup final, I, I, I really hope, uh, you know, Jacksonville. I wouldn't mind a rematch against Alaska so we can, you know, get some revenge. But <laughs> no matter who's in the final, I'll watch it. I'm, I'm going to enjoy it. This is fun. All right, confirmed. Rab will watch the finals no matter what. Sweet. <laughs> I mean, if it, if it lives up to last year. <laughs> Seriously. 
Uh, Cushing, real quick, who's your uh, division winners and who do you think is going to be in the finals this season? All right. Uh, do you want me to do just mine or mine in the leagues? Uh, let's go with yours and then we'll go back to you uh, for the leagues. Sounds good. Uh, all right. So first off, Atlantic, this was definitely the hardest for me, but I did go Jacksonville just because I loved how they played last year. Uh, Central, I went with Las Vegas, uh, Pacific, Alaska. Thus far, no real shockers. And I went back to Dublin for Europe. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Hume, let's, uh, let's hear yours. Hopefully there's some uh, different teams, but if not, that's okay. <laughs> well, I got, I mean, until somebody proves that they can step up and beat them or they just dramatically fall off, you, you got to take Alaska for that division. Yeah. Uh, I feel like they've earned it, you know. Uh, Central, Vegas as well. Uh, the Atlantic, um, I'm actually going to go Florida, even though I really think it's a toss-up. I mean, really, it's it's one of those, you know, 50-50 bet the money line, you know, like yep. if Jacksonville, Florida, who knows, but I'm picking Florida. Um, I got us for the Europe, and that's unbiased. Like, I think we've improved enough that we, we're going to give Dublin a run. It, that's going to be another division that, honestly, I think comes down to the last couple weeks. I think, you know, just like Jacksonville and Florida are going to be fighting all year, Turku and Dublin are going to be fighting all year. 100%. And then, uh, yeah, that's it. Sweet. And uh, Squibs. To Turku, uh, I think Turku's depth is one but uh, is separated from Dublin. Uh, Pacific, Alaska, uh, Florida, and I'll save my uh, sleeper uh, for the last one, and that's uh, Central. Tennessee's going to win it. I believe Tennessee's might lose there a couple pieces. So. I don't like you again. I think, I think Tennessee is going to come through. So, uh, and I have Florida versus Turku in the finals, uh, with Turku actually winning it all. So, all right, oh, all right. Wow. I, I definitely like you. <laughs> and uh, Potty, why don't you give your insight real quick? Who do you think's uh, gonna do? What do you think everyone's gonna do this season? You know, I think we have a room full of experts in and experts amongst each other. So these picks aren't going to be too crazy. But we got Dublin taking home Europe, you know, as expected. Alaska with Pacific. Las Vegas, I learned, has the highest overall of any team. So I, you know, elected them for Central. And then I thought Jacksonville just performed the best um, for the Atlantic. Uh, no bias there based on the guest panel, uh, just like the team as a whole. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's not much different. I mean, sounds like everyone's agreeing with each other here, so it's uh, no real discussion. But uh, what does the league think, Cushing? And uh, I'm going to assume it's probably mostly the same, but uh, why don't you rifle them off real quick, and we'll get to the last question. So the closest was uh, in the Atlantic, where Florida very narrowly beat Jacksonville. And then uh, Las Vegas uh, won Central, Alaska won Pacific, no real shockers there. And then Dublin, despite so many people picking uh, Turku here, it's worth noting that only four of the 23 people who voted thought Turku was going to win Europe. That was I take that personally. Wow. So Hume submitted four <laughs> times then to this, uh, I, into this? I did uh, remove all the people that are on here when I, when I counted those. 
Okay, fair enough. So the humans, for all the counts, confirmed. I, I, uh, I, I had Willis do it four times. Okay, there, <laughs> there we go. Uh, <clears throat> sweet. Uh, last question here. This, I think, might have a little more differentiation, but um, who's your sleeper pick for this season? And, uh, I mean, keep in mind, this may not be a team that's, you know, going to win it all or, or you know, make the playoffs, but who do you think is going to improve the most over last season in the standings? Mm. And uh, we'll start off with Rab. Go ahead. I think it's, I think it's going to be Tennessee. Um, I mean, they were third or fourth to last last season. Um, I, I really think, I mean, watching Charlie O playing in net uh, during the World Cup, holy crap, he, he was on fire. Um, so I definitely can see Tennessee, you know, cracking some skulls and, and, and moving up the rankings. Yeah, I think their offense in game, like overall, is in the 90s. I think they're higher than most teams uh, for, for offense. So, yeah. Uh, Cushing, who do you got for most improved in the rankings? I mean, you could say Tennessee, S, uh, San Diego, or Florence. Um, I think all are going to move up about three spots this year. Cool. Sweet. Hume, what do you think? Um, the Florence, uh, um, I think, is going to get a playoff spot in Europe, but I think, like, if we're going for, like, a sleeper pick, like, Dark Horse based on where they finished last year, I honestly think San Diego's going to make some waves this year. I don't necessarily know if they're going to make the playoffs, but at the very least, they'll be in the fight for, you know, till the end of the season. Sweet. Yeah, that'll be interesting. And, uh, Squibs, who do you got? So, so I talked about Tennessee already. Uh, my other pick is actually Norfolk. Um, the way that they have played this preseason has been amazing. And then, you know, you throw in a guy like twin screw in, in goal, uh, you know, it, it, you have to, you have to be on your best to beat him on a good day. So, um, you know, I think, I think they're going to be a lot more competitive than they have been in the past couple of years. So. Yeah, this, this preseason, they, they've been on fire, obviously, you know, facing lower teams but i mean like you said twin screw i think is sitting at like a 96 overall that's that's just insane like that that'll that'll scare most top teams i mean that scares dublin <laughs> when we face them so uh yeah awesome pick and, and potty uh what's your thoughts Who, who's your sleeper for the season so I got one that's off off the board. Nobody's put on there. I think Boston War Unicorns. When you start from the bottom, you have the biggest upside or potential to change. And uh, Fletcher Reed is a coach that sims. And if you know anything about simulation hockey, coaches that sim are coaches that win. And so I think that he's taken home. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be a playoff spot. It's a big jump, but I think there's a lot of wins and a lot of movement in their rankings for this year, but I wish them the best in getting a playoff uh, spot as well. That'd be cool to see them up there. Yeah, that sweet. Flames away Malmo sucked last year. I didn't send at all. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably why he didn't win. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll go one th through one more. I know I didn't send this to you guys before, but uh, last thing, what's your biggest hot take for this season? Could be absolutely anything on – where a team finishes, where a player finishes in the stand, like 
in the awards race. What's your biggest hot take for this season? Rab, if you need a second to think about it. Think. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I really don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I think kind, kind of like, you know, season four, I, I had a, a season that I, I think shouldn't have happened. I mean, having 29 goals and tying the record is crazy. And I didn't consider myself an elite sniper. I think that someone outside of the box is going to now become, you know, a top five sniper, whether it's, you know, squibbles, Kachuk. Cool. You know, I, I think something like that can happen. Sweet. Cushing, what's your hot take for this upcoming season? Uh, just to, to spoil some others, you know, Norfolk was mentioned. I don't think they're going to improve that much at all. Um, and one of the surprising ones was for, for Florence, you know, talking about them as a playoff team, yet everyone picked Dublin and Turku ahead of them. I don't think we're going to have three teams make it from one division. Uh, so I think both of them missed the playoffs by a significant amount. Wow. So we got a Norfolk and Florence hater in, in, in the group yeah. here. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, Hume, your hot take for the season. All right, my hot take is that I lead the league in goals. <laughs> wow. I finally, I finally figure out that sometimes you got to shoot after you dangle, and I think once I put that together, you know, I'll score a little bit more. Just don't dangle. But, I All mean, right. where's the fun in that? <laughs> yeah, so, so you've had too many Labats tonight, that's for sure. Uh <laughs> Hey, you said a hot take, all right? Not a, not a lukewarm take. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's uh, yeah, that's, fair. that's out there. I mean, you may as well have said uh, Boston, Boston, San Diego, Rome making the playoffs at that point. But I mean, I can keep going. <laughs> Turku wins the cup. Oscola oh my wins gosh! The league in points. That's not a hot Wait, take. How are you? Young, young gets bored each other. <laughs> uh, all right. Squibs, Kachuk, what's your hot take for the season? Triple uh, H is going to win a uh, uh, I think he's uh, proved it a little bit last year when he took over. Uh, he's he's going to, you know, really turn some heads. And, you know, I, I mean, even though, you know, we had a hell of an offseason, I'm still scared of him, uh, you know, even though he finished technically below us, I'm still – you know, scared of what he has and the mind that he has in him. So I think he's going to win coach of the year, and uh, Rome's going to surprise a lot of people. If I, if I can cut as in real as... quick, because I, uh, I talk to him a lot because, you know, the affiliations, Malmo is his team and my team's affiliation. So, you know, I have a lot of discourse with him when it comes to personnel, et cetera. Like, I fully agree with that take. Like, he, he's got – he knows what he's doing for sure. Sweet. So That'll here's be a question for you. Too. Where would, where do you think Rome needs to finish, uh, in the standings, not in the division, uh, overall in the standings for him to be coach of the year consideration? I wouldn't even say that he has to finish better than fourth in Europe. I think it's just Europe is going to be, uh, you know, steps above, you know, second, third, and fourth place of some of our other divisions. So. Uh, I, I do think Europe's going to send three teams to the tournament. Uh, I don't know, you know, exactly who that'll be. Um, but, you know, looking at the conference, you know, I think all four Europe teams are better than the second place team in the Pacific. So, um, 
you know, I, I think wow. Triple H, you know, might not improve in our standings, you know, in our division, but I think, you know, just from the league as a whole, he's just going to kind of uh, turn a lot of heads. Very interesting. That This will be interesting to look back on. And uh, Potty, let's hear your hot take. You're a hot take guy. I want to hear it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's a double hot take. So first off, the Warsaw Warlocks take the cup back to <laughs> Poland for the second time. And with a little Polish push, the Dublin Dragons take home the cup. Uh, with the Yeah, so that's what's going to happen. All right. Sweet. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks so much for coming on to the panel. Uh, and uh, we hope to do something like this again. If you guys enjoyed it, awesome. If you guys didn't, well, too bad. Thanks again, everyone. <laughs> Have a great night. Thanks to that whole panel there. Thank you to Rab, Hume, Cushing, and Squibbles Kachuk. And, of course, you, Potty. That was a good discussion. I'm excited for the season. Uh, we're starting up in the next couple days. And I'm um, excited to see what season five holds. Yeah.